All right, everybody, welcome to the KidCast for Podcast. We usually use this podcast to kind of endorse, promote different artists that I've become acquainted to, I've met, collabed with over the years. But, you know, we're just going to stay on the topic of current events going on right now. We are going to stay on the topic of white supremacy, how this has affected everybody differently. We're going to have different panelists that are coming through. Um, these are people that I've been hitting the streets with, trying to remedy what's been going on, trying to raise awareness for this issue at hand, you know. We kind of picked up the baton that our ancestors have dropped over the years. So um just going to introduce a couple, one familiar face so far. That's uh, my boy, DJ Green Ranger, a.k.a. AJ. And this yep. is our, this is our little sister. We had a very awkward moment earlier. Uh, this <laughs> little Anika over here. Uh, Anika, you know, this is the first time you're being exposed to this um, audience and everything like that. You know, we're just going to let you give a little intro of yourself. All right. Well, my name is Anika Holm. Uh, I'm 17 years old and me and Casper met. And me and AJ actually met too. We all met at a protest um, last week on Wednesday that I helped like organize and get together right here in the county that we live. That's it? You you want to say nothing else? Okay. Um, I'm <laughs> Mongolia. Um, my favorite snacks are hot Cheetos. Um, I'm adopted, so I got white parents. I have several brothers and sisters. Um, yeah, that's probably it then. All righty then. Um, you know, this was one thing that kind of like, it kind of like one thing I like admire about Anika was like, she kind of organized, I would say like the first protest in Bel Air, but I couldn't put a face to the cause. And I was just like, I just heard through the grapevine because I wanted to get involved. I, I mentioned on the last podcast as episodes are uploading that I wanted to put I wanted to put boots to the ground. I wanted to do something. AJ was popping off. He was like, I'm ready to fight. Like, I'm ready. To, let's go. We need to do something. Um, but yeah, man. Um, so I end up hitting up this Instagram account. Once again, there's no face. I'm thinking like I'm about to like get hacked by ISIS or something like that. But it turns out it's sweet little Anika over here. It was hilarious. Like, I was like, look at, I was like, I wonder who it is. I'm thinking it's going to be like, the like i don't know like some dude that like is gonna have the whole wakanda forever get up on but nah little mama over here i i was i was touched and impressed because one she's super young she knows that this is an issue um this should not be her fight and when i say this should not be her fight i mean that she should not have to be the one to step out in faith and say this is a problem this is sin. It's time that we put an end to it. Um, I found out through the grapevine that uh, they did not have a speaker for some odd reason. Kind of weird that you want to have a protest and everything like that with no speaker, but that's okay. Um, somebody hit me up. I ended up bringing a speaker. I did not plan. Y'all know me. I don't do crowds. When I'm at church, when they're like, oh, touch your neighbor on the left or touch your neighbor on the right, I'm like, bro, I'm going to shank you. Don't touch me. I'm not with it. But God kind of put me in an uncomfortable position. I'm hey, sorry, AJ. I'm just keeping it a buck fifty with y'all. Like I'm one of those people that I don't really like being shoulder to shoulder with people. Like to me, I'm like, yo, the last time that black people were this close, we were on the ship. So I don't like being shoulder to shoulder with people. So see, you y'all understand. But um, so you know, I just really wanted to take the time to kind of, you know, honor her for a second, just because you know, this, like I keep saying, this is not her fight. You know what I mean? But she was she put them she put them gloves on. She's like, you know what? Let's go. We got I'm ready for this. I'm ready for all the smoke. So um it was great. Um AJ ended up coming out. It was super powerful. Um, you know, we're gonna have a couple of other people joining in shortly, and they're gonna just kind of talk about how this is affecting them. How do they feel? I guess like the first day, and then like I guess like half after getting a couple more under their belt, how does it you know, how do they feel about it? So, I mean, either one of y'all can go first. Uh, how do you feel after one of the first protests? And, like, I guess, like, do you think, like, what you're doing so far is, like, I guess, like, semi making a change? Like, what impact do you guys think it's having right now? You know, uh, it's a toss-up. Well, up. I'm go ahead. to go first because I believe right now that Black voices need to be heard. Mm -hmm. So, 
AJ, take it away. I just pointed down and it was just like ladies first. <laughs> <laughs> that is um, great. But no, I mean, I'll go first. I mean, the first one, I'll admit, I wasn't so much uh, scared. I was just kind of like, I was prepared for the worst. So, <laughs> like, by the time I came, the crowd was definitely deep. And I don't know what happened up front, but something happened up front. And then, like, half the crowd moved all the way up front in front of the police station. And I was just like, okay, I was prepared for this. I'm ready for this. Let's let's go. And then, uh, you know, Castro hopped on the mic and was just like, no, no, no. Supposed to be peaceful. Please stop. Relax yourselves. I'm just like, oh, all right. So we're not uh, doing this. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, okay, so I ended up, for some odd reason, becoming the elected leader. I don't know how the heck that happened. So I'm trying to be Mr. Peaceful. I mentioned to all the time, you know what I mean? Like I'm saved, I'm not soft, but I don't want to go to jail. So I just want everybody to chill out. If I see more black death, and if I see black death taking place in front of me, then I'm gonna snap, I'm gonna black out. So what AJ is talking about, you know, there was at one point where like everybody was like kind of sharing their testimonies, kind of like, I guess like, you know, this is, which was like, kind. this is why I say like, for me, this is like a weird time where it's like, this is where I've experienced the most hate in my life, but I've never felt so much love in my life simply because it was like, you knew what side people were on. You know what I mean? Like it was very easy to tell who was with the cause and who was against it. And for me, ever since Ahmad Arbery, like I've been in a super dark place. Like I've, and still to this day, like I'm eating like once a day, uh, I'm, it's it sucks. I've been I've only been able to like eat once a day, and I've just been feeling so bottled up. I was like, "Yo, I need to get this ish off." So I went to the protest once again. I'm not trying to talk to nobody. I'm like I'm just here by myself. You know, what I mean, if it gets crazy, I'm probably gonna just dip out. Like, cause I, you know, they gonna come for me first. They gonna leave all the little white children alone. Like, just to keep it a buck fifty. But you know, I I would say like I kicked it off. Pretty much. I mean, would you say that's accurate, Anika? Like, I pretty much. Um. So first of all, we did have a speaker. Yeah. But, um. Because of the laws in the city, we're not allowed to plug it in because we're not allowed to take any of the electricity away from the city of Bel Air. Uh, what? Because apparently the negotiator from the Bel Air Police Department told me specifically that that would get taxpayers angry because they like aren't having a say. Sorry, my little sister just barged in. They aren't having a say in like, yeah, I took my phone. They aren't having like a say in like what their taxes are going to because we're stealing like electricity, I guess. So we did have a speaker, but we couldn't plug it in. So I really came in with the clutch then pretty much. Okay. So, and that, I'm pretty sure that's why you basically became, like, the face that day, you know what I mean? Because you came in with that speaker, and I'm like, who is this tall bro that just decided to <laughs> this speaker that is cordless and a microphone, and he's just spitting facts right now? He's getting the crowd's attention. Like, who is this dude? And when I approached you, and I was like, I need that. Like, I desperately need that for the speakers that I already had planned. You were so chill. You were just like, yeah, of course. Like, of course. And I was like, thank you. Thank you. You literally saved, like, the, the day. And that's, I think, feel like that's why the reason, like, you were kind of, like, the face, like, the speaker of the day. Because, like, oh, man, you brought that. And I was like, you, you saved my, you saved it people can now hear <laughs> um but yeah like i like like i'll just kind of give y'all like a walkthrough like i walked up there had my speaker and i hear y'all y'all yelling i'm like oh that sounds so cute you feel me and then at one point i'm not talking no i'm just keeping a buck 50 like at one point i just was not talking i didn't say nothing and that's not right but i was just like yo i wasn't talking i was not planning to speak or anything but then God like kept pricking my heart, like, yo, what are you doing? And I'm like, what, what does it look like I'm doing? I'm at the protest. You know what I mean? This is activism. And then he's like, 
if you were going to sit there and be quiet, you could have went home and did that. You could have hopped on Facebook and did this. And I was like, Oh, you call me out then. So like, I, <laughs> I'm just keeping a, I'm just keeping it a beam with y'all. Like I was like, so my man is just going to call me out like that just because he created me. Well, who gives him the right to do that? So like <clears throat> y'all were given some, y'all were do, I forgot. I kind of blacked out. Like usually like when I be having these moments where I'm serious, like it's all the Holy ghost. Like when, Moments like that happen, I try not to take credit for it because I'm like, bro, there's no way I would sign up to do something like this. So when I started going off, I would say like no justice, no peace, no crooked police. That's all I remember. And then I blacked out. And then at that point, it was like, yo, it was like it, the only way like I could have thought of that. It was like, it was like back in like the high school days when like your home team just ran into the end zone like everybody like exploded it was downhill for everybody that was against us at that point it was it was it was a very uh powerful moment indeed like it was one of the things where like you know you see it on the tv all the time you hear about it in the or not hear about it in the books i mean you read about it in the books and everything but when you're actually there and you feel the energy and you feel like you know when the words resonate with you like it's a it's electrifying you know it's definitely you feel borderline invincible you feel like you can you know smack the taste out of somebody and just keep it moving. <laughs> yeah. Not saying that you should, but I mean. Nah, bro. <laughs> Try to preserve black lives. That would have been danger. Shoot. My goodness, Shoot. we ain't having that. That's nah. funny. But, um, but, but like, I, you know, I keep saying, you know, we, I, I can't take credit for this because, you know, little mama over here sparked it off. So it's just like, she, she did. You know what? I don't want to hear that. You got to give yourself credit. I told y'all the other day, man, like, yo, do not shortchange what you do. I don't care if you speaking. I don't care if you handing out waters. I don't care if you catching people that are fainting because they didn't want to take that water we was handing out. Like, you, I'm for real, because I saw the little mama faint after I definitely walked by her and asked her if she wanted the water, so I ain't about to have none of that. Um... <laughs> Shout out to Pat's Pizza. They came through in the clutch. Yes, yes. Pat's Pizza was, in Bel Air. That was that was clutch. That was love. That. Yeah, I think that I still got real. the uh, the picture. Where's my phone? Oh, my phone is I, my webcam right now. I do got it too. Um, but yeah, man. I'm like I said. I didn't know the face to this movement. I just hit her up, and I was just like, "Hey, you know, I want to get involved." Um, so I guess like what I kind of want. Anika, I want you to kind of answer, like, what made you want to do this? Um, it's kind of like a story, because, like, of course I heard, I had heard about, like, like, I've, I've always been, like, really into, like, justice, and, like, especially with racial justice, um, like, ever since I was probably 10, but, like, I heard about, like, George Floyd, and I heard about, like, Breonna Taylor, like days later you know what I mean and I was just like I the when I heard about George Floyd I could not sleep that night I I could not sleep that night I was literally in my bed just thinking about like oh my gosh this man lost his life for no reason this man lost his life because they think that blackness is a threat like so I couldn't sleep. So I had, of course, I had been watching the news. I saw Minneapolis. I saw Chicago. I saw DC. I saw them holding all these protests. You know what I mean? And I was like, that's so powerful. Like, there's so much power in unity. And so I was like, I really want to do something like that locally. Because if you're young like me and your mama is like, I don't want you to be in any danger. Like, I was like, okay, we're going to do one here. So I used to go to see Milton Wright before I dropped out. Um, and the most welcoming community there for me was the black community. So I reached out to some of my friends that were black. That's because we don't serve medium rare chicken. We love around here. What you talking about? <laughs> I'm popping this off early. Let's get it. 
Let's get it off early. <laughs> not have me. Like, I would try to be their friend. I would try to be nice to them. I'll compliment them, whatever. Nothing. These black kids came out of their way when I was sad. They were like, you good today? You good? I've never talked to them in my life. And I'm like, no, I'm actually feeling like, like down today. Like, how do you know? And they were like, we can read it on your face. I was like, bro, like what? And they were like all welcoming and stuff. So anyway, like those are my friends for the school. Like, um, so I hit some of them up and I was like, yo, I really want to do a protest here locally in Harper County because I don't think a lot of people know about racism that happens in Harper County. Um, and most of all, we need to like, like just like have like awareness and stuff um, spread and we need to start the conversation. You know what I mean? It needs to be started. Um, and so I like, I didn't like ask for their permission, but like in a way I did because I wanted to like pass it by people, you know what I mean? Because I was like, I really want to do this. And they were all really supportive. So they were all like, we really need, we've always wanted to do this, but like, we're scared because we are black that people are going to be like, oh, like you only care because you're black. Mm. And I'm like, no, that like, I'll, or I'll organize it. You guys can like, like talk and stuff there. But, like if like you want me to organize, like I'll do it. So I decided a day, a time, a place and I was like, we're doing this. Like, we're gonna do this. Because it's time for like the, the it's time for the conversation to be brought here at home. <laughs> like. Yeah, I think what, I, the reason I asked, because I mean, I never asked you and it's kind of comforting to know, <clears throat> at least for me, like this mattered to you so much. Like it didn't take like, like, I don't know, like this, like, I don't know, you were thinking like, oh, I got a crush on this black dude. So if I really want to get in with him, like I could probably run a protest or something for like um, police brutality or anything like that. This was just something that the Lord laid on your heart. It seemed very genuine from the beginning, but I never asked you that question. So that's a hell of a gesture for a boyfriend though. Like that'd be pretty dope, <laughs> but it'd be kind of awkward. You feel me? It'd be like, oh, yeah, this it, protest is for him, but it's really for you. Yeah, and then you find out, like, then you find out my man is gay, and then you're going to be upset. And then it's, <laughs> it's like, what uh, What do I do now? <laughs> oh, man. Like, yo, I, I don't know. I have a cynical mind. Like, I really think like that. I don't know. Like, I need now, help. My five, 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 six boyfriend is hella white goes to North Hartford. This was not for like, no, this was like a genuine thing. Like you said, it was put on my heart. It weighed so heavily on me. Like that night that I heard about George Floyd and the night that I did hear about like the protests going on in Minneapolis, like I couldn't sleep. And I was just talking to God like the entire night. I was like, God, what can I do? What mm -hmm. can I do? Because you know, I've been feeling this way for a long time. You know, I like have a passion about racial justice. Like I need you to tell me, like me, we're having a mutual conversation here. And then he just laid it on my heart. And I was like, okay, like, let's roll. Like, nothing's gonna stop me. <laughs> Yo, like, I'll say one thing about you, and I probably haven't said it to you. Girl, this little one got a fire in her, man. Like, she might seem polite. Like, for real, let's keep it a buck fifty. Little mama right here got a little fire in her. I was just like, I was like, you're adopted. You're marked off rip. I was like, nah. I was like, make mama a plate. Like, I'm not playing with nobody out here. Anybody disrespect little sis, they getting rock kicked. In the name of Jesus, what's up? Like, <laughs> but yo, like, that's awesome, though, because, like, you know, all jokes aside, like, uh, I always notice, and it seems like, and AJ can probably attest to this, when it comes to, like, not only, like, like i guess like white people or other races that don't have like melanin in their system but they and then with christianity they never want to i guess put their hands to their mouth you know what i mean like they're speaking on wanting to do something but they don't do it until it hits home and when i mean like when it hits home it's usually like uh they just happen to have like since like I'll put like an example, like say if it's like a white woman, she has a baby with a black man who she's married with. And then if something finally happens to her son, then she wants to like do something. You know, I just think that that's so beautiful because you didn't wait for it to hit home for you. You know what I mean? Like, unfortunately, as humans, 
we're we don't get outraged by something until it happens to us like like i'll keep it a buck 50 when i was waiting for that stimulant check boy i was cussing the irs out on twitter i was like yo my stimulant check is coming to p sherman while we win thursday from like finding nemo or something i was like where is my stimulant check but i wasn't really tripping until I was laughing at everybody else that didn't get theirs on time. I was being ignorant. Like, I, you know, I repented for it. But then when God humbled me real quick, I was like, you know what? You ugly. I don't like that. <laughs> oh, man. But um, I guess, like, the one thing, and I'm kind of trying to pick both brains, but, like, like, Anika, like, what – how do you feel now after you got through like your first, I guess your first, if this is your first protest, like what we had on Wednesday, um, how do you feel now after you did it? Like, do you definitely, not so much you feel validated, but do you, I don't know. I mean, like, I guess, how do you feel after that? I have to come clean to some people. If you're watching this and I've told you that I've gone to other protests, I lied to you. Oh. I agree. Oh. Um, oh. I have like pride marches and stuff like that, but I've never been to a so-called protest. Um, just putting that out there. So this was technically my first protest and I ran it. Mm. Um, I I go home. Yo, talk your talk. Come on. First protest and you ran it? Talk your talk for real. Like <laughs> I was super nervous the day before. If you messaged me on Tuesday. Um, I texted my boyfriend and I was shaking. I was literally shaking because I had 200 people in my DMs asking me where I was going to be. I had haters because apparently Tuesday was hate on Annika day. Um, so I had to deal with that, which was a lot, um, for my mental health. Mm. Um, and then I also had to make sure like all the donations are in order all the speakers like have given me the rough drafts um, that we have equipment for tomorrow that I've talking to the city of Bel Air um, and been like, Hey, we're coming. Um, so that was super stressful, but I would say what, like I loved every minute of it mm -hmm. because I am so passionate about this. So it was super stressful. It did take a huge toll on like my, like physical and mental health. Gotcha. But like, I was like, it needed to be said. So once the protest actually happened and it was like all said and done, and I was talking to you, fine gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> That's never, like, I've never been described like that a day in my life, but continue. <laughs> I felt like, I don't know, I felt moved. I was always about to cry, to be honest. Because the fact that um, so many people were stepped up and were like, I've been feeling this way. How can I help? I'm going to come to this protest. Give me the details. I was literally on the verge of tears when I saw that crowd. And how many people came out and were like, hey, thank you. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, it was insane. So I felt really proud of my county. I felt really proud of every single person there. And I just felt like an overwhelming sense of like, we're doing it. Like change is going to happen. Yeah, man. I mean, like, and then like, I keep saying this, like, you know, like nobody, nobody, ha you don't have 17 year olds that are like, you know what? I'm setting this county on fire. Y'all going to get it. Like for, I mean, for real, like you don't, that's just not a thing. And then like, not to judge you or anything like that. You said, I think you said you dropped out of school, right? I dropped out of school. Okay. What we don't have to necessarily get into that. But like I said, like, if you look all, if you just look at your resume, like it just, you just look like you're in the wrong place at the wrong time. But people forget that Noah built the ark, but he was a farmer. He had no business out there building no ark. So I just want to commend you for that because like, Yo, that's just selfless love. Like that—that that is God's work. At the end of the day, I don't care what nobody says. If somebody try to give you smoke and be like, "Why is this little Asian girl talk about black lives?" Because she cares about our black lives. Okay, 
I actually did. I, I actually did get, when I tell you that Tuesday was hate on Annika Day, I got a, three messages from three white college-age students asking me what our statement was. So I sent them the statement privately. And later that day, I did post it publicly, but I was just trying to like post the statement privately to people who asked. So I sent them our statement privately and they were like, okay, that's great and everything. And then they were like, are you black? I really need to know if you're black or not. And when I said, no, I'm Asian, I'm a person of color, but I am like, I'm Asian, I'm not black. Um, several of them were like, I'm uncomfortable. I'm not gonna come. That's kind of, that's, that's go up. ahead, AJ. That's, that's that for trying to keep it PG. That's that BS. Now, you know what, I'm going to say this because I, I, God convicted me of this, and I'll get into that later. God convicted me of this on Thursday. Yo, try to keep it PG-13, but do not censor yourself. This episode, we're, gonna not, we're not having people that are held to my standard or your standard or your standard. Nah, pop it off. I mean, like, for real, people need to hear this. I'm not, I'm not censoring. Nobody's hurt. They won't hear this. Go ahead. Talk. That is that is bullshit, and honestly, it's it's better that way. It's best they didn't come because that means had they come, they would have been the first to flee had things gone south. They're they're not really they're there for the clout, which is what it sounds like. It's not like they're just there for the clout. They're not really there because they believe in the message. Because at the end of the day, if you believe in the message, then it doesn't matter who gave the message. Kind of goes back to what we what uh, Jordan and I was talking about last week. It doesn't matter who the hell gave. The the message as long as you got and comprehend the message that's all that matters whether it was you whether it was jordan whether it was pat's pizza it whether it was the bowling alley it don't matter as long as you got and you comprehend the message that's all that that's all that matters yeah, and if they couldn't if they wanted to have some sort of ideal image figure then you know stay home yeah you like and, and you know, I'm gonna give a little story about myself. Um, <clears throat> mind you, I'm just now, I'm not even technically saved yet. I'm 19 years old. Um, I end up reconnecting with like one of my high school buddies. I do have a hunger for God though, I'm just not saved. So I go to this church and I was like, Oh, you're bringing me to a church. I was like, Oh, bet. I've, you know, his parents picking me up early in the morning. Um, I get to the church. The band is live. Band is getting it. It's like, but there's like no black singers though. I was like, why is there no black singers? And then, um, well, it gets better. Um, but um, then the pastor comes out. It's this. At the time, he's lost a lot of weight, but it's this husky white dude with some chucks, spiked hair, a big old like Duck Dynasty beard. And he's from freaking West Virginia. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, if I ever could like pick what I wanted a church to look like, it would look nothing like this. Like why are the, in my, I mean, like, like I said, I'm, I'm triplet. I'm not saved. I don't, only thing I know is John 316. And I probably misquoted that at that time, but just keeping it a bean. And then like, I'm like, this is what I'm saying to myself. I'm like, yo, why are the slaves in, in the band, like, well, I'm like, there's like no, like there's, there's no black leadership in here. I'm like, what the hell is this? Um, but then like, after I finally heard like the, the pastor speak, I was like, bro, this is, I mean, cause like I said, I did not get saved till I was 19. I did not grow up in church. I was like, bro, I've never like heard a preacher not saying that he went word for word with the Bible, but I've never seen somebody intentionally try to get out God's word to the best of his ability. And he held himself to such a standard, like, and he was so passionate, bro. He'd be like dripping in sweat and still be hugging people, praying for him and everything like that. So that's like super important because people get like, it's so dumb. Like it, when I say it's dumb, because I don't know if you remember this episode, AJ. It might have been the Jeffersons. She's not going to know what we're talking about. But you remember the Jeffersons, right? Um, yeah. The KKK meeting, met. they met at like the, in the hotel or the building or something like that. And 
they got kicked out of the the CPR the CPR um class. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then you know George George is like resuscitating this man. He's like he's like wake up you bastard like he's trying to, he's trying to wake he's trying to wake this clansman up and his dad the, the the son's like i don't know how to save him we got kicked out of the cpr class and then george is kind of like reluctant he's like I'm not saving that racist mother like he um, he really hesitated for a second but he yep. he resuscitated and we brought him back to life and then you know he's on the gurney he's about to get carried off to the hospital and when he he was like, how who saved my life? He was, his son was like, he did. And you know what this man said? Anika, this is gonna blow your mind. This man looked at his son, was like, took his mask off. You should have let me die. And then they carted him off. I was like, yo, how hateful do you gotta be that you are going to deny medicine and healing to yourself? because of who is administering who is administering it to you that's so stupid so it's a sad part is that's an actual reality yes there are people out there my mom has my mom she works in the medical field and there was one story where like she used to work at the hospital and this old lady all she needed she was it was something simple that she needed i think it was like an iv or something something simple she needed this lady refused up and down this lady the moment my mom walked in the room was just like, I need another nurse. And she was like, why? Like, what's wrong? And she's just like, I refuse to let a nigger touch me. Mm. <laughs> and my mom was just like, well, I don't know what to tell you because I'm all you got. You know, this woman refused medication. Yo. She just decided to walk out the hospital. That's, wait, she walked out? Mm-hmm. That, that's insane people act like that though like for real i mean i know that they do because as it felt like when i hang out with my asian friends and like some of their parents are like doctors and stuff mm-hmm. not to be like racist or anything but like straight up they are doctors and like because they like they wanted to be and thought like they have stories where their parents have been like people come in and they're like i refuse to be seen by you like because strictly because of your race and they're like they're perfectly fine with the white nurses they're perfectly fine with the other person in the organize like in the group that's white like the white doctors they're perfectly fine with that but they're like i don't trust you personally because you are of a different race and like that's just so dumb like and i've referenced since the last um podcast um, we talked about, I don't know if you ever watched Atlanta, Anika, um, with Donald Glover, AKA, um, Childish Gambino, but he was talking about, like, he was talking about, like, you know, people are like, kind of, I guess, unappreciative. He said he gave this homeless man a cheeseburger one time and he threw it on the ground because it had onions on it. Ooh, what? <laughs> like, nigga, ain't you hungry? Like, <laughs> are you, are you? Are you gonna eat it? Like, <laughs> when I had stuff that I didn't like on my burger, pick it off. Yeah, you feel yep. me? Oh. I can understand if you're like deathly allergic to it. Like, if you can't come in contact, okay, I can understand. But still, disrespectful to just throw it on the ground. Like, yeah, people are like that though. I mean, that's how that's how strong <laughs> ignorance. Now we, that one wasn't ignorance. That was just stupid. I'm sorry. If you're hungry, like, bro, I would be eating grass if I was that doggone hungry. Shoot. I just it's not as tasty sp- as you think. I know. <laughs> Y'all forget, you forget I grew up in Kansas. I'm not, I'm, so anyway, um, but, uh, <laughs> but yo, I mean, like, that is just really sad. Like, the fact, like, the face should not matter to me. I'm one of the, like, because when I first got to church, I'm one of those people, I'm like, bro, I'll take all the love I can get from whoever it is, whatever shape it is, and then I end up getting adopted into my, I pretty much call these people mom and dad now, but into a white family, was not ready for that, but, um, because they live in Cecil County, so I'm like, uh, God, what are you doing? Um, (laughs) but, um, I mean, people got, I think people need to really, really realize that the gift is more important than the package it comes in. You know what I mean? And like I said, 
I did not care what you were going to look like. I kind of had a preconceived notion in my head. I was like, it's either going to be like a brother with a hotep hat on, or it's going to be like some sister that looks like that. I don't know. She's got like the on cross earrings or something like that. You know, that's me assuming though. But now I'm just like, oh, look at this little teacup Asian girl over here. How you doing? <laughs> yeah. And I got like, I got that from like a lot of people, even on Thursday, uh, a couple black people were like being super rude to me um, because I, I guess I was rude to them first, but like, I don't think I was. So you know how like what happened on Thursday when that lady was up there? Oh, on the, in front of the sheriff's office. So Ava really wanted to see what was like happening. Right. And so I like went, I went up to try and like see what was happening and they had like those metal bar like bars mm -hmm. on like the street and stuff and so I went across one of them and like I accidentally knocked I was like excuse me and I accidentally knocked into this nice like this black woman right and probably like 20 something and so she's like she literally blocks my way and she's like say please and I was like I was taken aback, so I, like, looked at her husband, because, like, I'm literally just trying to see if there's violence going on up there, what needs to be told back to Ava, um, so I look at her husband, or her boyfriend, who's this man that's with her, and I'm, like, like, I was shocked, so I was, like, so I look at him, and he goes, you heard her, say please, and so then I, like, felt so awkward in that moment, I was, like, I'm so sorry, like, she was, like, you see the color of my skin, you see why I'm here, and I was, like, I'm like, I'm so sorry. Uh, I'll say please next time. I'm so sorry. Then this mama, literally a mom, while I was passing out hand sanitizer, she was black. She heard the whole thing. So I'm passing out hand sanitizer towards the end. And I'm like, spread, like everyone that's asking for it. So she asked for it. Then she like pulls me aside and she's like, I heard that conversation with that woman. Listen, manners isn't a race thing. She should have had more manners. She should not have been like, look at the color of my skin and then been like, I, like, you know what I mean? So this mom like literally took me aside and was like, I talked to her like about manners and like, this isn't a race thing. Manners just should, should just be for everyone. And I was like, yes, ma'am. So. And not even that, you know, I want to say, you know, to everybody else that's ever worked in any type of like management or you're, I, cause I've done catering, um, you know, the, um, AJ as well. He's a DJ as well. He's been to catering events. It's like, yeah, you're the clients, but I still have to facilitate this thing. So though I want to appease you, if there's like a high stress situation, like I could, I mean, I'm not trying to be ignorant, but it's just like, yo, th that needs to be, that needs to be dis diffused first because like how crazy this got. I don't know if anybody else has seen the news, like when, whenever I'm going to drop these episodes. But at this time, like it was really, we were like, there was a lot of people that were like really tense. Like we didn't know what to do. And I'm still not claiming the title a leader in this movement. I'm sorry. Um, but, uh, you know, poor little Anika over here has got to like hop a fence. And she's like, oh no, like, hey, 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 we got to. And then like, she's getting held up by people. and you know, in that moment, like, I wouldn't have been mad at you if you would have been like, I'm sorry, but I'm one of like the, I guess the enforcers, you're one of the facilitators or whatever, because, or the ushers, I don't know what word to use. I mean, you're, they see you handing out like, like, I don't nah, man, I just, next time that like, if I would have heard that, I'd be like, okay, well, since we're, our name's going to be attached to if something goes wrong out here. And because and when I say that, I'm not saying it because we're trying to get a bad reputation. I'm saying that because we want to, one, keep our foot on the gas. We don't want anything to go wrong because then if we want to hold another protest and then we have to approach them with our name, and then they're going to be like, oh, didn't you just hold this other one up where, like, I don't know, somebody dropkicked the hot dog, man? Like, we don't, we don't want that. Right. So it's, it's, the cause is that important that we cannot literally fight every fight that is not worth it if we fight every fight that's not worth it we're gonna lose this war that's super important 
So even for you, you didn't let your ego get in the way of that. I appreciate you, you know, humbling yourself. Me, I would have been like, look, but then again, you're not as tall as me. So I'm not going to put myself in your probably size four shoes. I'm not going to do that. Six. In like children? No, in, in women's. Isn't that like a size four in men though? It's yeah, it's like a size four. Okay. Con okay, continue. But yeah, like uh that's what I was like kind of like saying. Like I totally agree with you. I but I was just like I should have said like, oh, I'm like a volunteer or something. But I was just mm -hmm. so shocked because after she brought up like her skin color, I was like, I don't want to get in the way of that. You know what I mean? This is for your people. Like I literally tried to get this together and start this so that your voices could be heard. Mm -hmm. So like, I wanted to step back in that moment and be like, I am sorry, humble myself. Like I, like I am not black. Okay. So like. AJ, you got something to say to that? I respect what you did, but at the same time, you're the reason why this is happening. You're the reason why this came together. You're the reason why you know, this, this opportunity manifested. So yeah. at, at that point, if she wants to sit there and pull rank, you're the rank. You're, you're, the, you're, the, <laughs> the, you're the top. It could have been like, oh, well, you see the reason why I'm here. You see it all. Okay, yeah, but the real reason why you're here is because I'm here. I did mm. this. I made the calls. I did the text messages. I did the emails. That's the reason why you're Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. And she know, wouldn't have said anything. She would have more than likely just moved. And you know, I'm you know, I feel responsible to say this. Um, our brothers and sisters, uh you the same way we don't want I gotta be very careful. AJ, give me some grace. Um <laughs> the same way we do not want white people to weaponize their whiteness to demonize our blackness we cannot victimize our blackness to make somebody look like they're the demon in the situation um so just you have to what i always tell myself please think before you react because what you speak is either going to be life or death and the consequences of whatever that is going to be, I have to go to court for that. And like I mentioned last time, I'm not going to have representation with me. So, you know, I, I completely understood the uncomfortability that you felt, but if I was right there next to you, you could just tap my shoulder and be like, Hey, um, we're kind of a part of like trying to keep things at bay, trying to, you know, deescalate anything that is escalating. Um, so I wouldn't have had a problem if you would have said anything even remotely close to what AJ said. You probably wouldn't have snapped that hard, but nah. If ever you need an anger translator, I'm your guy. He is. It, but that's the thing, like, I feel like we all kind of like separated in that moment because we were all like, Ava was so overwhelmed in that moment. I feel like we all just like, were trying to see what was happening for her sake. Because like, like I'm not gonna, like me personally, I'm bolder. Like, I have a bolder personality than she does. So I am totally fine with jumping my 98-pound self over these metal bars, trying to push way through people who are feet taller, like, feet, like, a whole foot taller than oh me. Oh, my God. Happening. So, like, even if I, like, if you were there, of course I would have, like, tapped you. And been like, hey, like, what do I say to this? <laughs> <laughs> Be my black translator, please. Exactly. Like, I don't want, like, you know what I mean? That like, you're the reason we're out here. Um, <laughs> like, we all just scattered in that moment. And I was just like, okay, I need to figure out how to get my. Okay, it was so one, it was so hard to get over those metal things for me. I'm hot, I, yo. My legs would not reach the ground on the other side. <laughs> hey, yo. I would put my leg over and I would kind of just like fall onto the other side. But yeah, like if you were there, I would have been like, hey, bro, what do I do? Like, uh, I could be the black cop in that in every episode of Sanford and Son is what you're telling me. Right. Like either of you two, I would have been like, hey. And Trey was there too. So I would have been like, hey, Trey, like, 
Bro. Oh my god. <laughs> like I love you for being honest, but it's just like I I immediately go to Sanford and Son where they're like, what that white man say? And then the black brother translates for the brothers. And then when the white you know what I'm talking about, AJ. And then when the white cop don't understand what the brothers are saying, he's like well, Oliver, you know, they're trying to say, like, <laughs> like it's just so funny that you're like, I would have came over and be like, what do I say to this? Oh, my God. But I, I also, and, I'm, and that's not you being insensitive at all, because you do know, you're recognizing, like, how sensitive and tense this is for everybody at this time. Like, I mentioned earlier, alcohol and cigarette sales have never been this high. Ever especially in the black and brown community. So, um, I saw a black man smoking yesterday in a car, and I don't think I've ever seen in my entire life a black man smoke. He looked like he had the roughest day of his entire life. He was smoking a cigarette in his car. He looked like he was having like the most awful day. And I was like, I thought to myself, like, have I ever seen a black man smoking a cigarette in his car? I never have personally in my entire life. And mm. I was like, this is a stressful time. Like, this is a stressful time for the black community. Like, I can just feel it. Like, when I go out to the grocery store, when I go out, like, on a walk, I can feel it. Like, so, I hear where you're like, I was trying to be like, like, people were tense, and I didn't want to, like, do anything to, like, assist to that. You know what I mean? No, that's just the God in you, man, because um, a lot of people would have been like, they'd be so quick to flash that badge and be like, look here, shut up. Um, and then just would have, like, whatever would have happened, would have happened. But, you know, the fact that you recognize, like, that, that you know, because you, you're, we had so many different types of people out there. It's like, there's no way you can assume how somebody is going to react right. to anything. Like, I was even scared to hug some of the people I hugged because I didn't know if they were one of those like crazy violent people, if you even breathe in their direction. But Holy Spirit led me through that whole thing. That was interesting. We're going to have to, if Eva, when Eva does hop on, we're definitely going to need to pick her brain about what on earth was going through her head on Thursday. Because um, there was a lot, a lot going on that day. AJ, I don't think you got to, I don't think you went to the Thursday one, did you? The Thursday one, no, because I had just started a new job, so I didn't, I didn't okay. check that one. Well, oh. yo, Thursday, I mean, even though it was completely unorganized, somebody passed out, even though I asked her if she wanted the water bottle, but anyway, um, yo, but you know what, the dedication of little Mama, man, she passed out, went in, the, in EMT, came back to protest, I was like, let's go! Let's go. You feel me? Like, yeah, passion. Uh, yo, that's dedication. I love this. Somebody make mama a plate. Right. Uh, but um, for me, even though Thursday was very, I think the word I want to use is tumultuous. Like, I feel like not only did it go exactly how it was supposed to go, I felt like that was the best day for me, though. I don't know why that is. I think. For me, it's like, like there was just so much love on Thursday, even though like at one point everybody was like, it seemed like everybody was, I feel like for me, and I feel like that's why it like kicked off the way it did. I feel like everybody kind of needed to, like, just like me, they needed to just screw the cap off, let the bubbles out. And once that happened and everybody finally was like able to catch their breath, I feel like it was just un there was just unlimited love like everywhere. All right, so for people that are gonna be watching, uh AJ is gonna he's gotta go handle something real quick. He is a father, you know, and he's got a wife and everything like that. So me and Anika are gonna keep the conversation going. But Yes, sir. Um, but for me, and I don't know if you noticed, but for me, when I spoke, I First off, let's let's talk about Wednesday. Let's get to Thursday later. Um, but for Wednesday, for me, I did not think I was going to speak, and I did not think I was going to get the response 
because I don't do like I rap like I perform and stuff like that I don't really I like I have a general idea how to like move a crowd you know what I mean is a beat you gotta like you gotta you gotta jump when you're getting people participating to make them all jump at like where like the beat's gonna like have like these like symbols and stuff like that there's a certain way that you coordinate all that i now i'm a, you probably are gonna be super shocked about this i've never done a damn protest a day in my damn life like not once i'm being a buck i'm keeping it a buck 50 with you now i do work with an organization called the end it movement which is it's an organization that's its main mission is to put it into human trafficking and sex slavery but we don't do like protests. We do like, we have like conference meetings. We talk with, um, we talk with like, we do talk with like local law enforcement because there's certain signs that like people are supposed to look out for. Like, oh, if you see like this type of van and where did you go? You like went to the bottom for a second. I don't know why. It's because my phone's um, on 20%. I'll grab my charger in a sec. Okay, that's fine. Um, but you know, I, I've never done, I don't do protests. Like, I don't think people, like, I've had many words, like God has given me a word at church and I've been at my church, I think almost eight years now, I believe, no, seven years now. And I've probably only used the microphone one time. So I don't do public speaking. It's not that I'm scared of it. It's just, that's just not what I felt like I was called to do. So when it happened, I was just like, God, what the F are you doing out here? Like, I was shook, shook. But I mean, I, I mean, for real, because I was just like, yo, what is going, who is this talking right now? Like, that's why the whole time I was like, all, all him, none of me, because it's just, I can't take the credit for this. Like, everybody probably, a couple of people were like, I've never, you know, this is my first protest, man. What am I supposed to do? I'm like, bro, you're doing just fine. Like, and your protest doesn't have to be out here. Your protest could be having conversations with people. Your protest can be, you know, trying to educate people, calling people out if they're trifling and they acting stupid. Um, but no, I don't, this is the closest thing that I've come to a protest protest. I don't really do, I've, like I said, <clears throat> I don't do organized religion. I don't subscribe to political parties. So I've never needed to put myself in a position like that. Um, it's just, it was just weird. But for me, because I, after I saw one, after I saw Ahmad Arbery get killed, that shook me up. But first off, you, you mentioned it earlier. Did you actually watch what happened to George Floyd? I did. <sighs> Man. I'm 17 years old and I had to watch that. Yo, like, I know it's not the same, like, fashion, but we watched the lynching. Like, that's what that was. That was yeah. a lynching. Um, after that, like for me, I was like, I was already like kind of fed up with Ahmad Arbery. Like I was shook already. Cause I used to go, like I said, I used to go for a run every day, early in the morning. I'm talking like, I don't know if you know, like the Haverty Grace Aberdeen area, I would run from like my house to like, to like that, um, Aberdeen Taco Bell and then back home. Like I would do that just for sport because, you know, especially after the gym's closed with this doggone pandemic, I needed to burn, I needed to stay fit. After that, I was like, nope, I ain't going out no more. Y'all got me chopped. And then it's funny because I was talking to one of my moms before the video of Ahmad Arbery was released. Um, they were about to go for a run after we got off like our church Zoom meeting. And she was like, I was like, oh, I wish I could go for a run. She's like, why don't you? I'm like, um, what are you talking about? And then like my brother had to explain to her, well, mom, because he lives in the country and he's the blackest thing. He's the brownest thing out there besides the horses. So of course he's not going to go running right now because it was right. like nine o'clock at night. Yo, yeah. that happened at nine o'clock in the morning. You feel me? Like I saw that and it had me shook. But after I saw George Floyd, that was probably the most evil thing i've ever seen in my life when i say evil like bro um mm, like and maybe trey will you know explain it if he does hop on later but like there was this one point in one of the other protests we had to kneel for like eight minutes and 46 seconds bro right. when i tell you that was the hardest thing i ever did in my life because i knelt in the grass with jeans on and I was still shaking. 
like this man snatched somebody's life out of their body and he was had his pants in his pockets and looked into the camera while he did it that to me i was like bro that's literally like that was satan like to me i saw satan when i saw that like i literally like that was the like for me that was the closest thing i've ever seen to a, like a lynching in my life and that was the most evil act i've ever seen like in that moment i felt angry at everybody involved i felt not only angry at the police officers i felt angry even the person recording it because i get it your life's in danger if you even intervene but in that moment i was like i was screaming at the phone like yo get off of him please get off like I didn't even know him for, but for me, I attach like every black name that I know. And I even attach my name. I'm like, yo, get him off of me. Like I was traumatized after I saw that. It was, yo, that was just evil. Like, I don't care what anybody says. And I'm getting, <clears throat> for me, I'm sorry, I'm getting fired up about this, but I get so irritated when I see people like try to give me like his rap sheet now. Like, I don't give a damn about this man's rap sheet. I don't care if he sold drugs. I don't care what he did. You know, what I mentioned at one of the protests was people forget that Paul, before he was Paul, he was Saul. He was a terrorist. He literally used to just kill Christians. Like, that's what he did. You know what I mean? People forget that God had to blind him, wreck his heart, break his heart, change his mind, and then he became a crusader for God and became one of the most powerful crusaders of god you know i heard and i actually talked to like one of my friends that is actually like a friend of george floyd i didn't know that he actually had a relationship with this man and i had to watch this man a grown man i've never seen this man cry in my life he's i've known him for 10 years he had his daughter like in the background playing he he couldn't even hold it together man his face he was just crying his eyes out and then his daughter had to take the phone because we were on FaceTime, had to take the phone. He was like, sorry, Uncle Casper, daddy's really sad right now, so he has to go. Like, that, like, yo, I, like, that's why, like, I'm not, I, that's why I went so hard, and I sent you the screenshots, but I'm not, I'm not with that. We're not demonizing the dead. Like, I don't want to hear none of that. That is so ignorant. Like, I, it's just, it's just not right. I don't care if he literally, when I say this, and I'm not trying to condone the, the sin or anything like that, like, I don't care if he literally just punched his wife in the face. Yo, how he died, that's how you, that's how you kill, like, that's how you take care of, like, a gator or something. You don't take care of no human being like that. You feel me? Like, that was just evil. I don't care what, there's nothing anybody can justify that with. And then I found out it was over a fake $20 bill. Get out of my face. I have the shortest patience, especially with Christians about that. So... But for me, like, that's, that's why I had to go out there. Cause I'm like, bro, they're killing us over anything now, anything. And I literally mean anything, nine o'clock in the morning, you're getting shot. You're sleeping in your bed. You're getting shot. If somebody walks in the wrong apartment. You get shot. You get shot pulling a hairbrush out of your purse. You're getting shot. You fall asleep in your car, listening to music. You get shot. Your car breaks down on the highway. You get shot. Like, I'm like, what? am i supposed to do i would just like to point out something that i've seen here in harper county okay i was driving around 2 a.m in the morning um last year this white man is taking a jog 2 a.m in the morning um so me and my friends are like, what is this guy doing? Like, it's 2 a.m. in the morning. Where's your mom? We literally, like, screamed that out the car window. Because that's how we reacted to, like, anyone who was up at that time besides us and, like, our friends. We're like, where's your mom? Like, why are you up? Um, so when I heard about him up, um, I thought about that guy that I saw jogging at 2 a.m. in the morning. The white man that I saw. Mm -hmm. No one was bothering him. The police were out frequently during that time. Nobody pulled, like, pulled over to ask what he was doing. Nothing happened to that man because he was white. It was 2 a.m. in the morning. 